0: worship God who's above all gods, king who's above all kings, a living God. How grateful we should be that we live in such a place, we are part of a family, part of a church that celebrates and worships a living God. Well, this morning I wanted to share with you a message uh, that I title, uh, a message called Coming Back to the Basics. I wanted to start off with an example, I forgot the football, I'm sorry. (laughs) I want to start off with an example. One of the greatest coaches in football history is is a coach by uh, by the name of Vince Lombardi. He coached the Green Bay Packers. I mean, one of the greatest coaches uh, and greatest teams of all times, except the Seattle Seahawks and, you know, I'm a (laughs) fan of them. Anyways, so Vince Lombardi, every single time, every time a season starts, what he would do is he would get the team together in the locker room He'd get a football, he'd stand in front of them, and he'd say, gentlemen, this is a football. Now, to some of you, you know, all right, that's cool, but, but you see these men in the locker room, these are professional football players. I mean, from an early age, they lived, they drank, they ate, they slept on the football. They know what a football is. They got paid millions of dollars playing football. Why are you telling them that? You know this is a football, but you know the greatest coach. He sometimes understood that sometimes you need to come back to the basics. And so at the beginning of the season, he would stand in front of the team and he'd say, "Gentlemen, this is a football." This morning, as as I as I minister the Word of God, as I preach from the Bible, I want to I want to bring you back to some basics in our lives. Are we missing out some basics in our daily life, in our schedule? Are there things in our life that we're kind of skipping by that really are things that we shouldn't be missing out on, things that we need to focus on? And my scripture this morning is from Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Open up in in my Bible. The Bible says this, But seek first, The kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added on to you. Today, when I share about coming back to the basics, I want to share about coming back to seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Having the right priorities in our life. You know, if you go out on the street today in, in Jenks or in Tulsa, and you'd ask around people, ask the question, so do you have enough time in your life? In your daily schedule, how is your time? Are you, do you, ha- do you lack time? Is, do you have enough time to do everything that you need to do? I bet you that 99.9% of the people would say, you know, uh, there's just not enough time. Sometimes I wish there were, you know, 27, 28 hours during the day instead of 24. Sometimes I wish God created eight days in a week instead of seven. It's just, we lack time. And if I would ask you this morning, how many of you think that, you know, uh, sometimes you just, needing more time during the day to finish everything, right? Is anybody here like me? All right, thank you, sir. Well, a second question I wanted to ask you, if there was one person in this world who who we'd say, while he lived in this world, he accomplished the most, who would it be? I think all of us, without hesitation, would say Jesus, right? So Jesus, in his lifetime, he accomplished more than, than anybody else. Well, if if we agree to that statement, then how could it that Jesus, who lived only 33 and a half years, how is it that Jesus, who didn't have a car, didn't have a cell phone, didn't have a microwave, didn't have maybe running water, didn't have these, you know, email or a fax machine, didn't have those things. How is it that Jesus was able to accomplish so much when we in a day and age and a culture to where Microwave and cars and cell phones are, are given to us so that we can, you know, d- do things easier and therefore have much more free time available. At the same time, we're we're lacking. We're we're behind. We we don't have time to complete some tasks. How is it that Jesus was able to fulfill it? and, and today we look at Jesus and say he did the most in his lifetime. When we have all the advancements, at the same time we still lack time. You see, what I think is is Jesus, he he used this time effectively. And often today in our times, in our days, we we don't prioritize correctly. We don't use our time correctly. We lack prioritization in our life. And in my example today that I'm going to be sharing up front, I wanted to share about the lives of two people. And And these two people, they structured their lives just a little bit differently. One person he he obeyed the word of God. He obeyed Matthew 6:33 to where the Bible says seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. The other man he he did things, you know, a little bit, you know, differently. So I want to sh- look at, we're going to look at the lives of two different people here and we're going to see how they structured their life. The first person that I'm talking about uh, going to be talking about is a person who who did obey God, who did obey the Word of God, who, who did go back to basics. And so this bucket represents his day, right? He wakes up early in the morning, his day is, you know, it, it's empty. And so the first day when he lo- in the morning when he wakes up, when he looks at his schedule, he says that, you know, today the three main things that I need to focus on is going to be God, family, and, and the calling and the career that I'm called to, or my abilities and talents, my calling in my life. And so when he wakes up early in the morning, that's the three main things that he's going to schedule on for, for to do during the day. So first, he's going to focus on God. Second, he's going to focus on family. Third, he's going to make sure that he's, he's focused on his career. He's focused on his calling. He's focused on, on, on the, the, his talents that he's been given and making sure that he's doing something with them. Once he focuses on on all these, there's no more room in here for another big rock. I mean, it's it's pretty full. You can't fit another big rock in here. It's pretty full. And it seems like, you know, this this man, all he did was gone, family, and, and his career, and there's no more room for anything else. But you know what? There's still room in this bucket for the small things. There's still room in his day, you know, to run to the post office. There's there's still room in his day to vacuum the floor. There's still room in his day to wash the dishes. There's there's still still room in here to to answer to emails. And so what he did after after he focused on God and and family and ministry and his call and his career, he began to do the small things. And so we're going to pay attention to see how many of these cups fit into his day. So he got one. Countdown, all right? Need some help i put in a second one. Three, and this is a fourth one. So he was able to put in four cups of small rocks into his day. Now this bucket is pretty full. I mean, you can't put any more rocks in here. You can't put it. It's pretty full. It seems like there's no more time to do anything else. But you know this man, he likes fantasy football. He likes Facebook. He likes, you know, the, the, the small things. And it seems like, man, I, I've, I've taken care of the bills. I've taken care of uh, post office. I've, I've prayed. I've read the Bible. I've spent time with my kids. But, but you know what? The, I, I, I got to check my Facebook account. Well, you know, once you fulfill all those little things, there's room in here for sand. Don't you think so? I mean, it looks pretty full, it's uh, it's pretty full to me. But we're gonna try to see if there's any sand that fills into this bucket, all right? Let's try to fit in some sand. So you're able to fit in one cup of sand, still wants to do some things all right it, it looks pretty full i mean I, he he's checked his facebook account he's you know checked on his maybe he's uh, he's probably watched uh, you know wounded his myspace account did his stuff on, on fantasy football and i mean it looks looks pretty full but you know what this man he he also likes the extreme makeover show or or some kind of show on, on television it seems like man I've, I've taken care of, I mean, I've read the Bible, I've, I've prayed, I've spent time with my kids, I've taken care of the bills, I've checked my Facebook account, and, and there's, just, there's no more room. But you know what? When you prioritize, there's still room in this bucket for some water. There's still room in his day for, to wash the extreme makeup. And so he's going to wash the extreme. you know, a cherry on top right here. He's going to end his day with the cherry on top, so we were able to fit one cup of water. Let's try to fit in a second cup. Still able to fit in two cups of water. Now this is pretty full. I mean, there's nothing else. No more room in here. Maybe just you know I can still add some water, but it's it's pretty full. This it, his day. He's ready to go to sleep. But you see, there was a second man, and and, and this man, he also liked, you know, the same stuff that he liked. He also liked the same shows, and and he also had a fantasy football, he was part of fantasy football league, and he also liked some shows, but when he woke up in the morning, that's the very first thing that he focused on. And so what we're going to do is we're going to structure his day with the same kind of things, except his day is going to start out with the small stuff, and then go to the bigger stuff. All right. So, how many cups of water were we able to put into his day? Two cups of water. So, this man, early in the morning, he wakes up. He's gonna say, "My first thing today is I gotta watch that TV show. You know, I gotta watch that season. It's very important." So, he's gonna pour that into his day. One. And then he says, you know, I got Facebook. I got to, you know, add all my friends and and write some notes. And so how many cups of sand were we able to put into here? Two as well. Then he's going to, you know, go to Facebook and go to MySpace. And he's going to call his buddies and and talk with everybody on the cell phone and chit-chat and go to Starbucks and have coffee. So he was able to put in two cups of sand. Then if you remember, this man, he was able to have four cups of small rocks because, you know, there's stuff that you need to do during the day. You've got to run to the post office. You've got you to, gotta, you know, pay some bills. You've you got to vacuum the floor and wash the dishes. So he's also going to do that. He's going to do all the small things that his wife wrote on, on the to-do list for him, you know. He's going to take care of all that. After doing all that, he then realizes that hey, I I haven't prayed, or I haven't read any Bible, or I haven't I haven't spent any time with my kids. You know, or I haven't done anything about my career or my calling. You know, I I need to get I need to start doing that now, and it's, it's kind of late already in the day. And so, as soon as he decides that he starts need to do that, he he tries to fit that into his day except for some reason it's not coming in anybody want to help two he somehow somehow fits in there but the third one for some reason no matter how I try I mean let me try this way all right. See, no matter how I try, they don't fit. Now, what I want you to notice, there's a couple things about these two men that I want you to pay attention. First of all, these two men spent the same amount of time on Facebook, right? They had the same amount of of rocks and sand in their life. These two men spent the same amount of time watching television shows these two men spend the same amount of time taking care of bills. Because we put in the same amount of water into this bucket as into this bucket. We put the same amount of sand into this bucket as into this bucket. We put the same amount of rocks into this bucket as into this bucket. The only difference is this man started out with the small things and then the big things didn't fit. So my message to you this morning is What's your daily schedule like? What do you focus on when you wake up early in the morning? Can I take a look at your to-do list and see your priorities? What do you focus on getting done during the day? You know, there are emergency needs and there are important things. Emergency needs and important needs. Emergency things that we need to do and important things that we need to do during the day but you know what A- and the emergency needs they scream they shove they push important needs they can remain quiet they can remain silent you know what the more you ignore important needs the more emergency needs you're gonna have and the more you fulfill emergency needs the more of them you're gonna have for example You know, you got to go to your dentist every six months. It's important. But if you ignore that, time is going to come when you're going to be seeing the dentist every other day. So when you ignore important things in your daily schedule, time will come when it's going to hunt you. Listen, this man, though he was able to somehow fit in, you know, maybe two big rocks, but he missed out on one. Maybe his family in in, in a year or two or five, he's going to see a big difference in his family because you know what? He's been lacking priorities. Maybe in a couple years he's going to notice that his relationship with God is really non-existent because he did not have the right priorities. This morning I want to bring you back to the basics. This morning I want to call you back to the basics. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added on you. Listen, this man, he did not miss out on Facebook. This man still got to go to Starbucks. He still got to do the small things, the fun things. And you know what? God doesn't say, seek ye first the kingdom of God and that's it. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and these things will be added onto you. These things will be added on you. Listen, you will get to be a part of it. You will have fun. But what are your priorities? How do you schedule your day? What is your to-do list looks like? I wanted to shortly talk about the three things that we need to prioritize in our life. Number one is God. Listen, in our daily schedule, we need to make sure we have a time when we set aside to spend time with God. We need to have a time when we set aside to, to, to pray. We need to have a time that we set aside to read the Word of God. You know, and, and maybe you're a college student here, and you, and you might say, you know, I just, I just don't have the time right now. I've got so much books to read. I've got so much homework. Or maybe you're in high school. Then my question to you is then, how do people in college, even though they got so much stuff to do, how do they still get married? Oh, you might say oh, marriage is different, you know, because, you know, you got, you, when you love somebody, you know, then, then you've got it on. But, yeah, that's exactly my point. When you love somebody, you're going to make time for them. No matter how busy you are, if you go to college and you fall in love, you're going to push everything aside. You're going to make time for that person that you love. What about God? Doesn't the Bible say, "Love God with all your heart and all your soul and mind and strength"? And if we are supposed to, if we love God with all our heart, aren't we gonna make time for God in our daily schedule? Aren't we gonna set aside time to to read His Word, read His instructions, read His manual? You know, a a car when they put out a car, uh, you know, when, when you buy a new car, one of the very first things that you're gonna do is you're going to get the car manual, right? You're going to find out, so how do I really start this car? Or how do I work the air conditioner? Or, or how, do I, how do I change the oil in here? Why? You, you need the manual when you buy a car. If you're buying a car without a manual, or you're buying a computer without a manual, you really, you're really taking a risk because you're not going to know how to do things on it. Listen, when God created man, he also gave us a manual, which is called the Bible. B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before... Earth. Listen, daily we need to spend time in the Word of God. Daily we need to spend time in the manual and say, hey God, I, I don't get the Life is, is, is kind of hard. It's kind of hard. I, I need some instructions here. You know, God says, hey, spend time in my Word. That's all the instructions that you're going to need to make it through. Second thing that I want to make sure that in our daily lives, in our daily schedule, we need to make sure that we focus on And family. And listen, family is above ministry. You know, doing things for the church, preaching, or going on mission trips, it's important. But family is even more important. First thing is your relationship with God. Second thing is focusing on your family. There's a quote that says, happy is he who is happy at home. There's a story in the Bible of a woman, but by the name of Athaliah, Athaliah, I believe, it's in Second Chronicles. Very interesting story. This woman, she had a son who was a king, and she had other sons and other family members. And, and you know what? This woman, she, she wanted to become the ruler. She wanted to reign. She wanted to be the king. And so when one of her sons died, what she did is she ordered to kill everybody else in the family. And when they killed everybody else, she began to rule in that country. Now you might say, "Oh, what a disgusting story! I can't believe this woman. I can't believe she did that. She put herself. She sacrificed her family for her own, for her own likes, you know, for, for herself to reign." And you might think, "What a disgusting story!" But at the same time, many of us do that daily in our life when we make the TV so loud that we ignore our family that wants to speak to us. When we make our iPod, when we, we, we put those things in our ears, we make it so loud that we ignore the time that we need to spend with our parents. We sacrifice our family. We sacrifice the things that, the time that we need to be with family, we sacrifice it for, for media and, and, and our own lives and our own, what we want to do. How often we are like this woman at We sacrifice our family. Listen, and if you do that, time will come when you will see a big a big lack in your life because you've ignored family and the third important thing that you need to focus on in your life is also each one of each and every one of you have a call in your life each and every one of you have talents and abilities you need to focus on that focus on your career focus on your calling. it's important listen if you if you have a doctor for example and this doctor, he finished school about 30 years ago, so he's he, you know, educated and, and well-off, and he's a good doctor, well-respected, but you know what? He said, all right, I'm done with school, no more training. And so the doctor, he got his degree 30 years ago, and he's still practicing medicine like it was practiced 30 years ago. Would you go to this doctor? I don't think so, because there's a whole bunch of new studies that reveal some things that maybe we didn't know 30 years ago. There's a whole bunch of new technology that's been invented that wasn't existent 30 years ago. You see, to be a doctor, you got to keep up on your studies. You've got to take classes all the time. Why? Because there's, there's old, always new inventions. So to be a doctor, to be a, in the career of doctor, you've you got to be on top of your career. Listen, if, if, for example, you're in ministry, you're a pastor, and you say, okay, I've, I've got my degree, you know, I hang it up in my office, that's it. I know all the Bible that I need to know. No more reading the Bible. Are you going to go to a church where a pastor doesn't read the Bible? No. You want a pastor who's, who keeps up in the Word. Listen, if, you, if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're going to say, all right, I, I'm just going to take care of the kids, but you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go to my teacher, my parents' teacher's conference. I just, you know, it's something that, that that's not mine. Listen, you have a career, you need to focus on it. If your career is to be a doctor, stay on top of your career. If your career is to be in ministry, keep up in the Word of God. If your career is to be a stay-at-home mom and, and raise those kids you know, with the high degree of spirituality and knowledge, then listen, do what it takes to make sure the kids are growing in the knowledge. Each and every one of us have a call in our lives. Each and every one of us have a career, and we need to stay up on top of it. We need to read books. We need to educate ourselves so that we're, we're, we're the head, not the tail. Listen, God doesn't want you just to be the, the, the person who's always just just sweeping the floor. Listen, why why don't you start doing more in your career? Why don't you start doing, uh, you know, just putting yourself, put your best effort even further and going up the ladder. Start doing things that maybe you you haven't done before. Focus on God. Focus on your family. Focus on your career. And then put everything else in place. Seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will come into place. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and everything else will fall into place. There's a couple more examples that I wanted to share with you this morning. The first example that I wanted to, to, to ask you a question is, you know, if, if we were to, told by a doctors today that we have 24 hours left to live, what would you do in those 24 hours? I think some of you would probably start calling everybody you know and asking for forgiveness from a whole bunch of different people. Some of you would probably grab the Bible, go out, on, go out into the river rock, and start preaching the gospel. Now, I got 24 hours, I'm just gonna preach the gospel. Some of you would probably say, all right, I got 24 hours, I'm just gonna get on my knees and repent. And and you know, there was a man by the name of Jesus. He knew that he had 24 hours left to live. Guess what he did when he had 24 hours left to live? He got together with his family, and he had dinner. He got together with his friends, and he had supper. Why wasn't Jesus running around the last 24 hours of his life and preaching or praying or, or you, you know, and, and trying to catch up? You know why? Because he did everything in order, in a timely fashion. He took care of things that he needed to take care of. And you know, when, when there was only 24 hours left to, to live, he just enjoyed his time with his family. Right? Listen, when you do the when you put the correct the, the big things in your life first, everything else will fall into place. You're not gonna have to run around in five to ten years searching for an answer. Lord, why this? Lord, why that? Why did this happen? Or, or wh- why is this going on? You won't have to be doing that because you took care of it earlier by making sure God, family, and your career and calling took the right position the right place. I wanna end my message with, with the last illustration. About 30 years ago, there was a man in Seattle who was looking for people to invest into his business. He would go to every meeting he could and he'd ask people, please invest into my business. Some people shrug it off and said, ah, your business ain't gonna survive. But this man, he found 20,000 people that invested into his company. Now listen, 30 years later, this company has created 20,000 millionaires. This man's name is Bill Gates, and he created a company called Microsoft, which has created 20,000 millionaires. You know, and if Bill Gates could stand in front of us today, and we can take 30 years back, and, he, and Bill Gates would say, hey, who can invest $1,000 into my business with the guarantee that 30 years from now you're going to be a millionaire, I bet you there wouldn't be one person who'd say, I, I, I'm not going to invest. All of us would invest into this company knowing that we're going to become millionaires in 30 years. But listen, just as Bill Gates was standing in front of the people and, and calling them to invest into his business, this morning I'm standing in front of you and I'm, I'm calling you to invest your time into God. Invest your time into family. Invest your time into your career. Listen, five, ten years from now, time will come you will be richer than a millionaire. You will be more successful than a billionaire. You will be more happier than a Hollywood star. Because when you place things correctly in your life, when you prioritize in your life, the effect that it's going to have on your life is going to be greater than any money can have. Listen, 20, 30 years from now, if you haven't prioritized, if you haven't put your family into place or you haven't spent time with your family, 30 years from now when your kids are gone, no money will be able to buy back that time that you have right now with your kids. 30 years from now, no money will be able to buy back the time that you have right now to focus on your career, to focus on time with God. This is the opportunity that we have in our lives today focus on our lives build our days correctly seek first the kingdom of God his righteousness and everything else will be added on to our lives I wish that from five to ten years from now when I when I see you you're you're like this man every day you close off and you you know you you lose, you lose to me in the fantasy League we have fun and you're my friend on Facebook but but we have we have our priorities correctly We've got God in, in the right place. We've got family, you know we're, our family is great. we're enjoying life, we're, we're happy. Our career, we're growing in our career, we're successful. I wish you'd end up like this person right here. But the only way to do it is to focus on the basics. Do the right things first, and then you'll have time for everything else. If you focus on the small things first, the big things won't fit in. I'm going to end today with prayer. We can bow our heads. just want us to reflect on this time and reflect on your personal life. I want to reflect on my life. Lord, tomorrow morning when I wake up, what is going to be my to-do list? What am I going to focus on? Lord, tomorrow when I wake up, am I going to have time tomorrow for, to just spend extra minutes with my family? Spend extra time with, with, with my kids? Turn off that TV and focus on what's more important. Father, this morning we come before you as a family. You're speaking to each and every one of us today, Father. You're even speaking to me. Father, thank you for your word. Lord, it is a manual for our life. It is instructions for our life. Lord, and your word says that we are to focus on seeking your kingdom and your righteousness. And then everything else will be added onto us. Father, forgive us that so often we, we are we don't prioritize correctly. Our to-do list is upside down. Father, this morning, help us to reflect on your word, Lord, to, to correct the things that need to be corrected. Father, help that our list may be upside right. Daily, Lord, help us to, to Lord, even though the emergency needs are going to be screaming and saying that they need to be done, Father, help us to focus on the important things. Not to be, be distracted by the emergency things. Not to be distracted by leisurely or, or media. But, Father, focus on what's important today. Lord, help us to, to never just put, put the important things, to shove them aside. Lord, but be obedient to a word. Lord, I pray for every young person present here and every older person present here. Father, that their day may be scheduled correctly. That in 20, 30 years from now, they may say they are richer, more happier, more successful than the stars of Hollywood or the millionaires of our society. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everyone said,
1: Russell, every Sunday we offer, we offer an invitation because God's word can do that. We don't know what he might be saying to you. Uh, if I don't believe anybody crosses your path in life that God didn't bring there. If we didn't see Russell again beyond today, I hope that's not the case, but if we never saw him again beyond today, was that a powerful message? because if we don't prioritize our life and put God <laughs> first oh mercy we're wasting our time so we want to give you a chance The song uh, we're going to sing I'll ask you to stand if God's touching your heart in some way if you just need prayer why not you come And we've got this row empty here we've got the cross right there if you just come get on your knees somebody will come join you and pray with you maybe you need uh, baptism maybe you need salvation come let us know. We'd love to study with you and help you understand what that means. And then there's always the uh, folks that maybe just want to join a church and say, I want to be a part of this fellowship. And we'd sure like to visit with you about that as well. So if you have a decision to make, would you, as you stand, and let's sing together as Corey leads us.